Okay. Just... I, I am ready. Are you all, are y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Um, I'm ready. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Am I recording? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, are you? I love you, Wade Wilson. We can fight this. You're right. Cancer's only my liver, lungs, prostate, and brain. All things I can live without. What if I told you we can make you better? You're a fighter. We can give you abilities most men only dream of. Make you a superhero. You just promise you'll do right by me, so I can do right by someone else. And please don't make the super suit green or animated. One thing that never survives this place is a sense of humor. Uh, we'll see about that, Pop Spice. Oh, come on. You gonna leave me all alone here with less angry Rosie O'Donnell? Hey, yeah, I wanna shoot, baby. Packed in your stack, especially in the back. Brother, I wanna thank your mother for a butt like that. You're a shotgun. Hey, wondering why the red suit well that's so bad guys can't see me bleed this guy's got the right idea he wore the brown pants welcome to the marvel cinematic university i am your professor mario rivera and joining me is the marvelous doctoral student slide clone mc who has a bachelor's in the mcu a master's in the multiverse and is going for their dissertation in marvel studies sly how are you doing today i am doing great we're we're having a chaotic evening here with the point in progress crew. Perfectly um, before it. And this is the movie to get chaotic. Of course, this is also the movie to get super Canadian. So who else is joining us other than I was going to say the one and only Canadian, but we have two Canadians. I can't call you that. I'm sorry. Fee, welcome to the show. <laughs> We can just say I'm the best Canadian, it's fine. Okay, the best um, Canadian, decided. Yeah, absolutely. He can't defend himself right now. No. That's, that's very Deadpool energy. I thought that I would just like bring that upon us. Absolutely. Um, yes, I am very, very excited to talk about one of my favorite MCU. Um, I was going to say like anti-heroes, but like... Also, at the same time, and mostly because I would imagine this would probably be something that he would say himself, is a major fuckboy. Because that's essentially what <laughs> oh, he yeah. is. Um, and I just wanted we to set the, the tone. Here. <laughs> we love to see it. We love our fuckboys here. Yes, of course. <laughs> We're all referring to the one and only Deadpool 2016, uh, which uh, is an actual miracle that it came out. So I'm very happy that we actually get to talk about that with everyone and with an actual uh, Canadian. So this, this should be fun. It's also uh, MCU, NC University first 
this is the first movie of the ones we've covered that I've seen in theaters. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, of course, the journey, if you guess catching on so far, this this whole show has started because Sly decided to do all the homework, all the of the MCU, and then decided, you know what, let's do the show. Let's talk about all the movies they haven't seen, of course, which is every other Marvel movie. So that's right. This was the one you saw. And then that's all that's all it's been so far. Did, actually, have you seen Deadpool 2 yet? No, right? I don't think I saw Deadpool 2. Okay, so it's a treat. It's a treat for all of us, because I also found out that Fee has also not seen Deadpool 2, so that's that's fun. So they can watch it with us when we decide to do it. So, yes, we're going to go ahead right on into it. Let's go ahead into our first class, of course, history class. We are talking about Deadpool 2016. This is, of course, directed by Tim Miller, which, if you don't know, uh, is actually responsible for a lot of video game uh, trailers that we've all grown up with, um, including a lot of Warcraft, um, Star Wars um, uh, trailers that were really popping off in the early 2000s. And, of course, is responsible for this movie, which is his first directorial debut, but he also did Terminator Dark Fate, which I personally enjoy. Um, so definitely check out his stuff. He's very, very talented in the visual effects department and action as well. This, of course, is written by uh, Rhett Reese, who is responsible for the Zombieland films, and then Paul Wernick, who I think is also associated. Um, the studio is sadly, at this point, still Fox Studios, <laughs> but we all know how that happened, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about probably that a little bit later. The movie, of course, stars Ryan Reynolds. What was that? That it was something. That was something, of course. Uh, especially what they what they did with Deadpool the first time. This, of course, stars Ryan Reynolds, Marina Bachran, T.J. Miller, and Ed Skirin. Uh Where can we find this? I think we can find this on Disney Plus on most uh, places, including Canada. So definitely check out Deadpool. Um, but this is the best part that I'm very excited for. And Fee, I don't even remember if you if you saw this in the episode that you watched. Uh, we actually have our guests read the plot. Uh, you, of course, got lucky, as the last several people have been. The plot has been provided by 20th Century Fox. So please, if you can just read the plot in our, our little doc here, it's all on you. Absolutely. In a world. <laughs> no, I'm just choking. Um, it does not start off with that. <laughs> that would be great. That would be fantastic. Um, okay. Right. So the plot for 2016's Deadpool. Maximum effort. Maximum effort here. Um, this is the origin story of former special forces operative turned mercenary Wade Wilson, who, after being subjected to rogue experiment that leaves him with um, accelerated healing powers, adopts the alter ego Deadpool. Armed with his new abilities and dark, twisted sense of humor, Deadpool hunts down the man who nearly destroyed his life. Twenty. 20th century fox thank you so much of course uh we have some very interesting plot details from mostly users submitted from imdb uh this one of course has been submitted by 21st Hunch. yeah they get the broad strokes of it but they fail to represent that this is actually a love story y'all i was gonna say yeah. that is like technically correct yeah but so inaccurate to like what <laughs> the essence of this movie is yeah, it's it gets you to the broad points of like, okay, it's this action movie that's also a comedy, but it's like, there's a lot more to this movie, and I'm very happy to talk about it with the two of you. Of course, we'll the, get to it. Oh yeah, yeah, we will. 
Comic book characters, of course, are Deadpool. Uh, some X-Men characters like Colossus, uh, Naked Sonic, Teenage Warhead, Angel Dust, and Blind Al, who might be the best character in the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Man, what if they do a Disney Plus show? Um, just, well, God, just imagine. Just imagine. And that, of course, wraps up our little history class there. We're going to go right into and talk about this film in our Stanley Seminar. And uh, you know what? Before we get to our guest, I'm actually going to go right to Sly. Because Sly, like you said, you've seen this movie already. What was it like returning back to this character? Because as you remember, we last seen this character in X-Men Origins Wolverine, uh, our Lord and Savior. And uh, didn't very end very well <laughs> for him. So what is your thoughts on Deadpool, the standalone movie? Uh, yeah. So I saw this. Like I mentioned, in theaters in 2016, I'm pretty sure it came out before my birthday, so I had to go with, like, a real adult. Uh, and it was so I went... Valentine's Day, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I was 16. Um, so I went with my uncle, who's also the one who went to a bunch of, like, PAXs with me, like, very, like, nerdy. Like, that's my go-to person to talk about, like nerd culture stuff right um and going into this i had only seen a couple like M marvel movies specifically mcu i'd seen like age of ultron um was homecoming out at this point 16 uh maybe i'll look that into that i don't I don't think, but, so, the Guardians movies and Age of Ultron, that was, like, my my exposure to Marvel as a property. Um, so, I watched this movie. I felt like I understood it, but I had no connection to the characters. And when I revisited it, it was really interesting to me to see what I had remembered from this film and what was actually in this film. I do have a confession for all my lovely co-hosts here. Usually yes. I take notes uh -huh. when I watch these movies. I did not take notes watching this movie because <laughs> I was like, I've seen it before. We're recording it in a couple days. Uh, plot twist, it's now exactly a month later. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and I didn't revisit it. So we'll see how this goes. Lord. Um, but yeah, what I remembered from this film mm -hmm. was I remembered the love story. Yes. I remembered the third act. I forgot how much of this movie was an origin story. Like, the entire second act, I did not remember at all. And, like, watching it, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, that did happen. But I, it had no association with what I thought of when I thought of this movie, right? Mm -hmm. I thought of the beginning. I thought of the love story. I thought of the big, like, the fight on the highway. I thought of the big ending fight. But the whole, like, setting up Deadpool getting his powers bit, I just had no memory of. And so that was really interesting, revisiting it on the second watch. 
No, that's that's really cool. The fact that yeah, you, there's that I I had the same experience. I was trying to remember and gather back when the movie started, and I was like, oh yeah, this is a love story. A lot of it is colored by the fact that I have seen Deadpool two, so I know where the character goes in there, and I think that's what is the last remembrance that I have. But when I go to revisit this and I revisit characters and people, um, it's definitely uh, a fresh reminder because I. Yeah, before I get to my socks, like there, there's some things about here. I was like, oh yeah, did not remember that. Now it's all coming back to the fact that they did in the first place. But along with that, Fee, uh, this is your probably second. You, you watched this before, obviously. This is you refreshing. We actually ended up watching a little bit of it um, right before the show started. Um, what is your thoughts on Deadpool? Um, I personally love it. Um, I have like when it came to like the marvel universe i had watched um at the time of when the movie came out in 2016 i was letting you know like i told you while we were watching it like there was a specific point in the movie um where they were in the underground hospital quote unquote and i could not watch this movie for the longest time because i had some medical issues back in 2016 and i'm like nope can't do it um, and so I waited until I could watch it for the very first time. I think it was back in 2019 is when I actually finally watched it. Um, and I loved it. Um, mind you, I feel like I had the same experience that Sly did, which was like, I remember the first portion of it vividly. Like I can tell you exactly, bam, 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 what happens. But like after the dream sequence, like essentially like the constant, like going back, mm -hmm. which I found really good pacing wise. I was just like, how did the ending go? Because, like, it happened so rapidly to a point where I was just like, there was so much buildup for a fight that was, like, really great. But, like, I could not tell you verbatim what happened. Um, so I watched it a few days ago, and then I was re-watching it now just so I could, like, even then, between the short time that I hadn't watched it, I still kind of struggled with it a little bit. Um, but no, I honestly, I've loved it. Um, it is, a, honestly, I think of it as kind of like the introduction to like what we needed to like, w this was what we needed for things like the boys to become a TV show to see like a lot of the gory, gritty kind of like superhero yeah we saw like around the same time in 2017 we had the suicide squad but it was nothing compared to deadpool absolutely nothing because that's what people thought suicide squad was going to be which was going to be this gory gritty kind of, and it didn't happen and it's just like it's really oh continue looking looking back from where we are now it's really interesting to see how the trajectory changed after this where people realized that you can do gore and comedy very successfully together and i feel like we're seeing a lot more of that now which is so mm -hmm. interesting yeah in a, in a superhero context for sure too as well yeah and i when we were watching it earlier i even like i had to stop the movie for a second and i said mario i don't think like when i try to think of anyone else who could be playing deadpool in this role i cannot think of anyone but ryan reynolds like, he has such an ability no. to switch between comedy, grit, but then also very, like, have a lot of sorrow and kind of, like, play on that. Like, he makes you want to feel for that character. Because I feel like it could have been a very empty kind of shell of a character. Or it could have been, like, a little bit too insincere or a little bit, like, too wacky or someone who's, like, 
this doesn't really make any sense why they're very romantic and very caring because then it, honestly there's a very high chance that this could have had the same feeling as john wick which is like guy loses his girlfriend and or like taken where it's just like i have a special set of skills and like it wasn't like that it was a fantastic balance between the two which was needed um but I, wanna, yeah, I loved it i do want to say like in that instance uh i don't think people give ryan reynolds enough credit for that um in terms no. of they always say he's the funny guy he's the good looking guy but you're absolutely right there are, there's a line in the movie and it made me tear up even watching it the the night before which was uh i'm just trying to remember the lines of her face and Oh, I wrote that down. Yeah. I wrote that in entire yeah, it's Vanessa's I'm already planning plan A, B, all the way through Z, but me, I'm just trying to remember the details of her face. Yes. Like it's the first time I'm seeing it or it's the last time. Yeah. And I was tearing up and I was just like, that doesn't feel like it because you could write this down and have someone read it off. Yeah. Like I just did. But I like felt that. I was just like this means something yeah. and, and it really uh, hit exactly and a lot of it is the build up to that moment so yeah i'll i'll, I'll get into my my uh, opinion of the movie this movie sucks no i'm just kidding uh no i think, i honestly and i'm i'm going to say it i think this is the best movie we've watched on the show um i think it just mastered enough of all of those things it mastered the pathos it mastered it mastered the comedy it mastered the comic book accuracy in terms of the design of the character looks from the page all the way up to um you know the 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 to the ending um and all the character stuff i just think that uh this is just a complete package of a movie and if they only did one it's fucking i think a slam dunk um you can't cast anyone else as this character it can only be uh ryan reynolds in my opinion now granted there was originally going to be a deadpool um cartoon and it was going to star donald uh donald glover as deadpool because he was writing it, he was actually doing it and they did like a 10 minute or 10 second like trailer you can watch but it, they decided to not move forward with it and i think that's terrible because that probably would have been really successful but in my mind still like this is the definitive version and then the fact that we're gonna get um the counterpart to the mcu is essentially going to be in the mcu the same character and that is absolutely brilliant and genius they just there's no one else to replace him and so yeah uh this movie just God, did it hold up for me? I mean, there are definitely... Is it a joke a minute? Yes. Are every joke going to work? No. But there are stuff there that I think that hits the hardest. And it gets to the point and direction of the character. Um, there's a moment, like, very early on, uh, which is a perfect scene, where he is... Um, there's someone orders a pizza and he comes out of the back room and he's just having a laugh. He's like, I'm not here actually for you. I'm for the pizza guy. And then it goes into like scary mode when he has the gun up into his face. And like, I was terrified. Like that. He just masters that movement. So goddamn effortlessly. I just, I can't believe there was a moment in time where they're like, no, we're not going to do this because there are some things about this movie that are clearly budget limiting because they had no fucking faith <laughs> in the making of this movie. And uh, I'm, I'm happy for it for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think I would say that this is my number one of all the movies we've watched for the show, uh, yeah. but it's definitely up there. Sure. Uh, and a big part of that is it's well established that I don't really like get comedy like sure. it's not my thing it's not what i enjoy it doesn't hit with me a lot and the fact that 
even with that perspective, knowing that, like, I'm not a big comedy person, the fact that this movie can still be enjoyable and still hit and still, like, maintain my intention the whole way through is really impressive for playing in a genre that I absolutely don't enjoy most of the time Mm -hmm. right because we have those moments those grounding characterizations and again that's so much of ryan reynolds performance Mm -hmm. is being able to be lighthearted and funny but also have these very um grounded and like um raw emotions emotional yeah emotional beats and the way he plays that is just so interesting and so well done yeah like there was so much chemistry between him and the actress um marina who played vanessa that it felt like i was like you could feel that connection there's a lot of i find a lot of things especially when it gets into the realm of either comedy or even superheroes where like Mm. there's the romance aspect but i don't believe it like yeah sure like okay the guy wants to get the girl back i felt that wade was really trying to get vanessa back like i felt like ryan reynolds character was like actually trying to get this girl back rather than being like oh i need to get her back let's just comedy and then like oh yeah Yeah. it was very much like there was even like those like small little moments like i love the relationship that those two characters had and like the the goals is being able to sit in front of like large bay windows with someone (laughs) while sitting in like like leather seats and just reading and not saying a word fabulous i love it chef's kiss but no it's just there's a lot of like character and like an actual connection between the two characters, um, like two actors, yeah. and it, you can, like, I believe the story, um, where I find it kind of lackluster in other realms, and even in the MCU, there's areas where I'm just like, yeah, totally, that person really wants to get back, hmm, trying to get back to that person, not trying and to I throw. Think- yeah. Oh, yeah. A huge part of that is we do have this beautiful, like, romantic love story, but mm-hmm. also it the story is grounded so much in all of the auxiliary characters and their relationship with Wade. Like, we see um, Al and, like, the taxi driver and the, the dude at the bar. I'm yeah, not going to remember anybody's names. <laughs> weasel. Uh, <laughs> weasel. Uh, but seeing the platonic Kent mystery, seeing these people who are figures in his life and obviously care about him, mm-hmm. um, and he cares about in, you know, his own way, really just, like, made this, like, I hate to say the word realistic in relationship to this film. It's, yeah, it's, but, it gets um, pretty wild. The, the emotional beats were very relatable in, yeah. in yeah. that fashion, which when you're going for a gory, you know, superhero comedy, it's not what you expect at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And then for the, you know, if they get the payoff at the end with the wham is an inside joke from earlier in the relationship. So just so many things, the Voltron mm-hmm. stuff, the, every, every time they mention Voltron stuff, I thought was great. Um, I love 
Yeah, no, every single thing all the way up. My the thing actually that I brought up, I think, when I was talking to you earlier was I love their one upmanship and how that's like a but it's the worst terrible things you would say. And I also broke I put that in drama class, so we're gonna do one of them. Even though we say some fucked up shit in that one. Um but for some reason it's cute. I don't know why it works. It's terrible, but it's cute. <laughs> I love Okay, so I love like a real, true, like rivals to lovers, enemies to lovers type yeah. story. A lot of things are called that and don't have like the heart of what that means as a trope. Yeah. But the idea of the constant banter and the like rivalry and the one upmanship that when it's done well, you see throughout an entire like get together through a relationship is like so beautifully done here yeah for yeah. sure and then that's even connected to the end there too when they're talking about noel <laughs> it's like you had a house uh so so good um are there any standout moments that uh you think that <laughs> that just made you laugh out the most or moments that like you said we're, t we're talking a lot of the heart but what are some of the fun stuff uh that you've seen uh fee what about you what are some of the funniest stuff that you think that you enjoyed um <laughs> we're losing her already <laughs> no i'm i'm thinking of a specific moment and it was a moment that you and i actually watched together and i burst out laughing and oh, i'm like yeah. i should not be laughing at this and it was when he's leaving he goes up to al and says i just if i don't make it back i just want to say i love you and there's 116 kilograms of cocaine hidden in this house right beside the um it, it, it was just like the antidote like um like the what is it the cure, the cure for, for blindness, blindness. <laughs> good luck and then he just walks out and i'm like oh my god <laughs> because it's so funny but you know that's a relationship and she's just like fuck you <laughs> yeah, just fuck you just keeps going but you know that uh, the really I, I i love that relationship so much she's just a crazy woman. You get that payoff because we've seen them. Like yeah. that's just how they talk to each other, and I think that makes it so much more funny. Yeah, yeah. especially when they're doing like <laughs> different items from IKEA. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh man, uh, Sly. I know this said the comedy's not your favorite thing, but what are some of the? Are there, are there moments in here that you did laugh at or chuckle at? Um, so the biggest one to me isn't in this movie, but how people reacted to this movie. Yeah. And that is the fact that throughout 2016, every single time somebody was in a grocery store, they would take a picture of like the Ajax cleaner <laughs> and be like, Francis question mark? So that being a meme that year was definitely a highlight wow this movie. you just unlocked a memory because <laughs> that did happen that right? was, that was funny thing. yeah um i really enjoy uh the the like the things that i found funny probably aren't the comedy moments but like the hand after it gets cut off yeah um or uh her in the like container at the end fight where it's falling mm -hmm. and then she's like all pissed off about it like those were like the moments those are moments really chuckle yeah 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 there was like a specific point and it's when deadpool like colossal um colossus um and gang finds him and he's just like 
I pro I swear I didn't kill anybody and this guy's body just falls from the actual like road yeah. sign and he's just like he was there when I got he was there when I got there. Like I I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> Lord like, love that. Oh yeah. my god. So, so the other joke that I think me and Fee laughed pretty hard at, and this is gonna bring up our favorite thing whenever we talk about a mutant slash X-Men character is the X-Men timeline, in which, of course, they talked about, is this the Patrick Stewart or the <laughs> McAvoy timeline? These so timelines are confusing. Did yes. not land for me in 2016. No. But in 2022, that joke landed so hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I'm showing on the screen right now, that, of course, we have an ongoing thing with this show, which is, of course, the X-Men movie timeline, where we try and uh, figure out this freaking weird mess. So these are obviously uh, on the screen is a little bit smaller because I had to make it small for this because if we shift off to a new timeline, which... This is a totally different Deadpool. This is Deadpool 2016. Deadpool, if you remember Sly, was this age in the 60s or something like that. And uh, yeah, so clearly this is not that same character. What are your thoughts about the changes and the fact that, yeah, this is a, uh, a more later up-to-date version of Deadpool? Um. I have to fact check something. Let okay. Fee go first. Okay. Fee, do you remember the horror that was <laughs> X-Men Origins, Our Lord and Savior Wolverine? Do you remember this movie? Um, I will let you know. Yes. Um, I have completely blacked that out of my memory, and I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so in that film, just to recap for also the audience, if you don't remember, uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine, which of course was supposed to be a spinoff of the X-Men movies that follows Wolverine, had Deadpool in it. Deadpool's in it. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool in the movie. Um, the movie takes place in a time frame where there are... Uh, it's the life of Logan, right? So he, all the way from like... Uh, from Canada all the way up to basically the Vietnam War, essentially. And he was part of a, a military group called Weapon X. And there's a bunch of uh, other mutants along with his brother. And basically, Deadpool is in that room. He is Ryan Reynolds. He makes Ryan Reynolds do jokes. He's really funny. He's also a little bit more serious in that movie specifically because it's not a Deadpool movie. But then the ending of the movie, to spoil it for Fee here, they sew his mouth shut. They give him uh, Cyclops lasers and they give him swords, but they're knives like Wolverine. And he's supposed to be like this, like knockoff version of Wolverine. And it's fucking weird and stupid. And he's the villain. And it's, it's so bad. At the end of that movie, they kill him, obviously. But the, there's a post credits where you see uh, uh, his face is ripped open. He can now talk. And he says, like, I think he whispers or something. And then supposedly they were going to make another X-Men movie that was going to be a sequel to this movie. And that never happened because the fucking movie's terrible. Uh, they made The Wolverine, and that's a better movie, but by, by margins. Um, but yeah, that we, we got this version of it. Uh, Sly, was that enough time to fill? Did you, did you have a HR? Yeah. yeah? Uh, so before seeing this movie for the first time yes i'm gonna take you back to what apparently came out in 2015 okay was a little video called deadpool versus deadpool by <laughs> ismahawk and it oh. was a, a fight video between deadpool and weapon 11 so i knew of these characters <laughs> existing that Got they were it. both deadpool uh from this video 
that I had seen previously. And so I had like just like the barest amount of background information that I knew both of these versions of this character existed. Yes. Because of this. this That's awesome. It's a short video. It's like two minutes or something. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I had that like barest bit of context and I had heard that the origins version, the weapon 11 was like very, bad and chaotic and everything that went into making that um so like i in theory i knew they were the same character but they were so separated in my brain that like comparing them feels impossible like they don't feel like the same character no not at all i did like the cameo it made did you see that where it's the little toy i thought that was really Mm -hmm. funny i really God, yeah. So, oh, there's a few other little fun references. Is there any other references you point out that you thought were pretty funny? I, as a, as a Green Lantern fan uh, who didn't like the movie, was very happy he got to roast Green Lantern pretty hard this time, twice actually, both in like a little collector's card in the beginning, and then an actual really funny line about "Don't make the green green or animated." <laughs> Uh, any other references uh, that you guys saw in the movie that you thought were funny or, or cool? Uh, Fee, uh, is there any for you? Um, Especially Canadian references. Let me know about Regina, you know? We okay, don't talk about enough about Regina. Oh my god! If you have Sorry. Oh, continue. <laughs> okay, so I didn't get most of the references the first time I watched this film. And I've since amassed a lot more knowledge, so I probably picked up a lot more this time. I've also learned a lot more about Can- Canada yeah. in general. Yeah. And so when there was the vagina mention, the only thing I could think of is the goddamn um, the music the vagina video? song. Yeah. The yeah, music yeah. video. Yeah. The experience Regina, I was I lost it at that mention. I was like, I know that Canada fact. <laughs> yeah, for people who aren't listening, there is a song that was actually made by um, Tourism of Saskatchewan, um, which is Experience Regina. Um, it is nothing interesting. I get. I'm so sorry for the people who live in Regina, um, but. <laughs> It's just, um, it's the, honestly the song makes it. Um, it was on Jimmy Fallon at one point, um, and he reacted to it. Um, and no, I thought that was very funny. Um, knowing the Deadpool character, knowing that he's from Saskatchewan, um, yeah, that is a back end. I'm so sorry, Saskatchewan. I'm, I should not be insulting <laughs> that province. Um, I don't need people coming after me. Um, but no, it's send your it hate mail to pointinprogress at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and I just love the joke that he has, which is this is why Regina rhymes with fun. And then it took me a split second, and I'm like, oh shit, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> like snickering, just like <laughs> um, I also love the fact that um not only does the Wolverine exist in this timeline, yeah. but also Hugh Jackman. Because he comments yeah. about Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. multiple times. So these two people exist in the same timeline. Yes. Also Voltron, um, um, which yeah. is f- hilarious. Um, so there's just like a bunch of different references in it. And I love the fact of how constant he just like breaks the fourth wall. Yes. And that is probably one of my favorite things about it um, is just 
I know you said like references. Um, now I'm just thinking about Canadian. No, like, for sure. I, I mean, the, one of the things we talked about when we were watching it, it was during the montage where he's like killing all the goons to get to Francis, and uh, he he like punches a woman, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." But you you said it's like such a Canadian <laughs> thing. <that did. laughs> yeah, like, and then he's just like, "I don't know. Should I should I be hitting you? Like, is it, it sexist is it, not to hit you?" <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "Do I do I do this? Like, I don't know." what yeah uh, i hate to be this person yes this is my obligatory every episode mention uh but the the uh wolverine and uh hugh jackman existing in this movie is very much uh sebastian stan hot tub time machine of the mc <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh they God. mentioned that movie that's my obligatory mention for the yes. episode okay and Ryan so reynolds too like- don't forget about that I okay, so I was just like I was curious. I just decided like, hey, why not? Um, apparently, and I like I knew that like Wade Wilson um is a fan of the Golden Girls. Um, when he's beating yes. up the Pizza Girl, he's wearing a B. Arthur T-shirt. He is, and not only that, he wears a Rent T-shirt. He does. So he so everyone's just like he is a broadway fan and i'm like honestly that's not a shock he likes yeah, he's a theater kid real. for sure he's a theater oh, kid 100 yeah. yeah. um yeah. oh my god it's so good this movie's so this movie's so good we can honestly probably keep going and talking forever just about all the little instances <laughs> um i obviously the him making fun of francis is also freaking hilarious um mm-hmm. but let's go ahead and move, oh oh you know what hold on before we move on Colossus is also in this movie. Let's talk about Colossus for a second. This is a recurring character that we deal with on the show because he is involved in almost all of the X-Men movies. And um, this is the first time he's had like a a, a prominent role, um, a speaking role <laughs> for the most part, and is a is a, a side character. Uh, Sly specifically, I mean, what was your take on Colossus here? I mean, this is the first time we're really seeing him kind of fleshed out. This is also my favorite version of him, honestly. Uh, yeah, when I first saw this movie, I just assumed that I was supposed to know all these characters. Uh, so going to this now being like, oh, I know most of the X-Men, okay, uh, was very interesting. I, I agree with you, I think this is probably the best version of Colossus. I mean, at least so far of what we've seen. Yeah, he's um, just a side character in like almost everything. Just- I love him getting to have a personality here and mm. the way he he interacts with Wade is like really shows how much care they put into every little detail in this film. Yeah. And we really don't often see that with the side X-Men characters in the X-Men movies. Yeah. So I thought that was a really interesting comparison that there was it felt like there was a lot more care put into these characters in a movie that wasn't about yeah. this team. That's a choice. Yeah, specifically. And, and choosing Colossus, I thought, was also an interesting choice as just a general, you know, out of all the X-Men that you could have put in this, it could have been Wolverine on the first shot. But they were like, you know, we're going to do Colossus, and it's going to be a CGI character, which they're already limited on budget in this movie. The fact that 
given the fact that they're trying to like stop like all the bullet stuff, which I thought was funny because he doesn't use a lot of guns in this movie. He uses just his pistols for the most part, um, even though they have props of guns. They just never <laughs> do the, the actual effects with them. Um, the other thing, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, which is a character I knew nothing about, but I believe is created by Grant uh, Morrison, who's one of my favorite writers of all time. Um, their usage in this, I think, is a lot of fun as like the snotty teenager. But um, I do... Th- do like that there is a continuation we will see more later um uh, in the movies so definitely thought that was cool to be included the bad guys are whatever for the most part i mean ed sure edge uh, almost said ed sharon <laughs> <laughs> noted canadian noted ed canadian sure. ed sharon uh ed skeen i think his name he was in the um, the transporter movies uh anyways there, he does a good job as a bad guy, but I will say it is very just, I'm the bad guy, and I do bad guy things, and I do bad stuff. Uh, and then including Angel Dust, played by person we don't name, uh, <laughs> uh, which we me and Fee struggled with <laughs> the whole movie. Uh, they're fine, but other than that, it literally could have been anybody else, and I thought, yeah. I think that's my problem yeah. with the end of the film, is because... And no offense to Ed, um, if you ever decide to listen to this, Ed, um, I'm, t- I'm going to talk to you in the first with your first name. Yeah. Mostly because what I'm about to say is kind of rude. He's kind of forgettable. Um, I don't sure. know. He just he kind of gives off the same type of like edgy, like I'm the evil villain, but he doesn't like really stand out. Yeah. Um, there have been a multitude of different um, villains in the MCU. And he's just very, like, what's my name? Like, okay, calm down. Like, obviously, he knows your name. You're just being a dickhead. (laughs) And you only hit one note, which apparently your only note is, what's my name? Um, Which, like, okay, Rihanna, calm down. Um, It's just, like, (laughs) it's, I don't know. Like, Like, the first three times, sure. But, like, by the end, I'm, like, do we need to take you to see someone? Do you forget your name? Because, yes. like, <laughs> the answer is yes, he does need to see someone. I did make a quick joke when I was, I'm like, I was watching this with Mario. I'm like, what happens if all of these deaths could have been, like, just avoided if he just said Ajax the first time because no one knows if it's Francis because he just doesn't tell anyone that his name is Francis? And he's just like going around. He's just like, "Where's Francis?" And he's like killing a bunch of people. And I'm like, "Man, so many people could have lived if they like, just." I don't know who Francis is. Leave me alone. <laughs> Can you imagine how much shorter this movie would be if it had therapy? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Self acceptance. <laughs> God. Talking and- to your spouse. <laughs> yeah. Just running off and doing military projects, and hopefully it's a random cure for your thing. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot going I on like, there. The whole like name thing is like really interesting for me because like I get the bit, I get why it's funny, I get why they did it, but at the same time, like a small snotty part of me is like, dude, you can't even use somebody's preferred name. Like it's not that hard. And so like. <laughs> And that was something I had to get over. I was like, really, dude? You you can't just accept that this person has a chosen name that's really dumb that they want you to use? 
But like, that is fair, but I'm laughing time. at that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's absolutely fair. <laughs> like, I feel so, and I'm not trying to like blame Mr. Ajax by any stretch, but like, you shouldn't have wrote your name on your own clothing all over the place, right? apparently. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? If you don't, like, I, once again, if you have a preferred name, I I understand. Yeah. I get it. I I respect it. But don't write your dead name on a patch <laughs> on your clothing. It's not even your name patch. <laughs> it's like on a piece. It's just like he ripped it off his clothing. I'm like, you put that there. You knew that you did this. Who did this? Like, you're so, like, vehemently against the use of your 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 birth name there are solutions <laughs> like you name. you're allowed you know he really should have gone to the dmv and really talked to somebody i would like to change i would like to change my name to ajax sir do you mean like the cleaning product and then he would just like glare at them and then you'd just be like let me change my name, and then they'd be like, "Um, sir, are you? We just want to confirm that you want to say what's my name." Um, well, I it, well, this year it's Francis, but you said you want to be named after a cleaning product. Wait, what if his name is what's my name Ajax? That's his name. <laughs> I just need the like shot of like them in a courtroom in front of a judge, like yes, doing the like a- affirmation that you're not changing your name to like evade criminal charges or whatever. Yeah. The whole list <laughs> that of he's all clearly the doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As somebody who has legally changed my name, there's a list of things you have to affirm, and one of them is you're not doing it to Listen, criminal. this is this is probably my favorite trans humor that we've done all day. It's really good. <laughs> this, is, this is how you do it. <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry to derail the whole conversation. No, that was that great. <laughs> that was ge- if we went on a whole entire tirade on it's great. I love it. All right. Uh, so we pretty much all in agreement that this movie holds up. It's still worth watching. We're going to talk about that. Okay. All right. We'll save our final thoughts for the end of the show. Let's go ahead and move on from our Stanley seminar and go into drama class where we get to reenact some of our favorite scenes. And these ones are very nasty. So definitely uh, this is going to be some choices here. Um, there was one that I would like to do. And I think I'm going to do I want to do the way Vanessa one at the bottom. Would uh, Fee or Sly, would you guys like to do Weasel and Wade Wilson? Absolutely. Which Sly you pick. Can I Which claim one? Weasel? Go ahead. The so there you go. Now have, I may not have, have, have remembered his name earlier, but I do love it. Fantastic. Um, so I'll start off. <clears throat> Here's what I'm actually gonna do. I'm gonna work through his crew until someone gives up Francis, force him to fix this, and then put a bullet in his skull and fuck the brain hole. I don't want to see that or think of that again. But the deuce drag does think you're dead, right? Yeah. That's good. You should keep it that way. What? Like, wear a mask? Yes. A very thick mask. All the time. I'm sorry. You are haunting. Your face is the stuff of nightmares. Like a testicle with teeth. 
you will die alone. I mean, if you could die, ideally, for others' sake. Oh, scene. <laughs> uh, I love your take on the line delivery. It was actually really good. <laughs> it's like like a testicle with teeth. <laughs> it's good. Oh, I, I want to retract our earlier statement. The two people who are allowed to play Deadpool are Ryan Reynolds and Fiona McKinnon. <laughs> well, Canadian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. You know what? Let's do a round two of that. I want to, I want to see do both do the, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Same roles. <laughs> okay, sick. Okay. Do you like what you see? No. You look like an avocado. Had sex with an older, more disgusting avocado. Yeah. Not gently. Like it was hate fucking. There was something wrong with that relationship, and there was the only catharsis that they could find without violence. And the only guy who can fix his fugly mug is the British shitstick who ran the mutant factory. And he's gone. Poof. Yeah, well, you gotta do something to remedy this. Because as of now, you only have one course of action. Damn straight. Find Frank. films. What? <laughs> Star in your own horror films. Because you look like Freddy Krueger face fucked a topographical map of Utah. Good scene. <laughs> a fucking eyebrow. I fucking. I fucking died. <laughs> I fucking died. Oh man. <sighs> All right, now you two take it away. Okay. Uh, do you want me to be Vanessa or Wade Wilson? You're doing a really great job of Wade Wilson. I okay. want. Mario to be Vanessa. Yeah, because they're hold on. One second. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm gonna have to say that. Alright, sounds good. <laughs> good luck. Alright, here we go. <clears throat> okay. Hey, hands off the merchandise. Merchandise, huh? So you uh bum fuzzies for money? Yep. Rough childhood? Rougher than yours. Daddy left before I was born. Daddy left before I was conceived. Ever had a cigarette put on your skin? Where else would you put out one? I was molested. Me too! Uncle! Uncles. They took turns. <laughs> I watched my own birthday party through a keyhole of a locked closet, which also happened to be my... Your bedroom? Lucky. I slept in the dishwa <laughs> dishwasher box. You had a dishwasher? I didn't even know um, sleep. It was pretty much 24-7. Ball gags, brownie mix, and clown porn. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? Hopefully you. Later tonight. Hey, what can I get for $275 and a Yogurt Land's reward card? Baby, about 45 minutes of whatever the fuck you want and a low-fat dessert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh brilliant these were the best exchanges so yeah uh, i i fucking love this movie okay 
That was that's gonna conclude. So these are the sections that hopefully when we start the TikToks, these are the things I want to make as TikToks. All right, <clears throat> music room is a returning. Return. It's returning because this actually had a lot of songs that I think uh, are awesome and should be added to the list. And I just want Carol's Whispers to be on there. And so, yeah, superhero movies of this era, well, not really. Uh, <laughs> I remember for their original soundtrack, does this music uh, in this movie hold up or have any songs that are still bangers today? And yes, yes, in my opinion, it does. Fee, yeah. what were some of your favorites that were featured in the movie? Okay, here's the deal. If I had to have like a specific song from this movie in just my life in general, Careless Whispers is number one. 10 out of 10. Cannot like specifically oh, like it, honestly that song, it doesn't matter. It hits every single time. Every time. I and I'm sorry, I know you just mentioned it, but like holy freaking hell. I love that song so much. Um, there used to be this guy who used to go around universities and he would actually play the saxophone. Yeah, sexy sax man. Random, sexy sax man would just randomly go up into people's classrooms and just start playing fucking sexy sax. Um, and it was just so freaking good. And I just like, oh my God. Salt. Okay, by the way, also so, Salt and Peppa just randomly showing up. Yes. Um, also. I, I, I'm a sucker for older songs, mm -hmm. so having Mr. Sandman, I'm like, yes, yes. I, I love I love that song. So yeah, those are definitely my picks. Sly, so was there any there that you specifically can remember or point out? Yeah, going back to the memes of that year, Yeah, the way that X Gonna Give It To You became a cultural phenomenon. Yep, came back, again baby. Again, after mm -hmm. that movie was just so interesting to see. Like, because, like, of course, everybody, like, knew of that song, but it wasn't, like, something that people referenced yeah. often, right? Yeah. And the, like, entire cultural resurgence that that song had was so interesting to watch in real time. And so, like, when I think of this movie, I think of that song. Like, it's the song. It's, it was the trailer. Movie. It was this movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. The way that they stopped the song, play it again, just so they can do it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to DMX. Rest in peace. Yeah, but X going to give it to you. Absolutely a banger. And, uh, well deserving of this movie in this list so yeah just want to quickly do a little quick uh music time or um music class because yeah it's been gone for a while and i'm very happy that it came back for this all right i am gonna get us ready for quiz time my favorite little segment here uh as per fee's request i hid the quiz so that way i can reveal it now we're going to go in and answer some of these questions. There are four questions in this movie, in this, uh, this, this section here. <clears throat> Starting with question number one. Is Stanley in this movie? I'm actually going to start with Sly on this one, since I watched it with Fee recently. Sly, is Stanley in this movie? No. Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> All right. Is, is that your final Wait, answer? no. Oh, okay. Is he? Oh, my God. You got a yes this or no answer. happens when I don't take notes. Uh. It's... Oh God, I think he was. Question mark. Final answer. My my gut said no, but my heart says yes. Which so, one are you going with? Where does that leave me? That leaves you half fifty fifty. <laughs> God, 
I feel like it was a thing that he was in it. So I'm going to go with yes. Okay. So we're going to go with yes uh, for Sly on this one. Fee, was Stanley in this movie? You can't buy love, but you can rent it for three minutes. He sure was. He was the oh, strip club DJ. Chef's he is in this movie you both get a points i love that he's in this movie but he missed out in the last several movies that we've done um this is why this is a recurring question because he primarily did mcu movies at this point not necessarily a lot of fox movies and so for him to be in this movie <laughs> as the stripper dj um uh, which by the way fun fact this is actually a kind of a creepy fact uh he, his one regret filming this movie is not spending more time with the ladies on set which i'm like stan you're old that's a choice that's a choice to say to an interviewer thank thank you for your time uh <laughs> but of course yes yeah, stanley is in fact in this movie even though he did not create deadpool <laughs> Which the creator of Deadpool is in the movie. He's of course uh, Dan Liefeld. Uh, he's in the bar scene at the very beginning. Um, Wade actually like slaps him on the back, which is pretty cool. Calls him by name. All right, there are two world sexiest men's magazines, which this is topical because when this uh, recording, uh, they just announced the 2022 sexiest man. Uh, well, uh, if you know who that is, that's bonus points. But. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's twice it's shown in this in film. Who were on the covers? I'm going to start with Sly. I absolutely do not know. I do it's not very, know. You, would, you, you just think about it for a second and you'd be like, oh, it's got to be it's got to be who I think it is. Uh, is it Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman? Okay, you're locking those answers in? Er. Okay. I, I honestly could not tell you. Fee, who are the two world sexiest men magazines that were shown in the film? Okay, I'm gonna have to say because okay, you know what? It's gonna have to be Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds because he specifically comments on both of them during the movie because mm -hmm. he comments on Ryan Reynolds and he also has this crazy thing just about um, Hugh Jackman consistently yes. to the point that he staples. Oh my god, was that the photo that yes. he stapled on his forehead? Yes. Okay, so that was one of them. Yes. So, boom. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, definitely Ryan Reynolds, because honestly, they probably didn't have enough money to um, get another specific, because they could probably Likeness. get the rights, they could probably get yeah. the rights to the two men that have been in mm -hmm. Fox, um, the MC, like, Marvel Universe. Yeah. And so it's those mm -hmm. two. Locked it in. It is, in fact... Those two, they are both in this movie. So it shows up at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, two, two, two for two. One of the magazines shows up uh, during the scene where it's the slow motion intro, where you'll see the world's sexiest man is Ryan Reynolds. And then the other one is actually in the bag of guns at the very end where he's like packing all the guns. You see the magazine land and then he puts the shit on there. So, yes, the world's sexy man magazines. Apparently, they're both world's sexiest man at one point. Uh, bonus yes, they were. Bonus question, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with Fee on this one. Who's uh, 2022's uh, World Sexiest Man? Do you know who's on the cover? Oh, believe me, I know because you best believe I posted it in our freaking Discord because I'm like, you're welcome because he had an entire fucking spread yeah. and that fuck... Oh, mm, just delightful. Um, That would be um the Fantastic Four's... Um, <laughs> Yeah. And <laughs> raining, well, not so raining anymore. Um, Captain America, buzz yeah. it in. Um, Chris Evans. There you go. Yeah, of also, course. Buzz Lightyear. Also, Buzz also Lightyear. Buzz 
It's awesome. Buzz Lightyear. Uh, funny, man, Chris Evans has been around for a long time, and I personally would have gave him during Fantastic Four, because you remember that scene where he's just wearing the, the towel? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. Look. oh boy. All right. Yes. So you both got points so far um, for this. Uh, of course, this is whose line is it anyway, Rolls. None of these fucking points matter. Uh, <laughs> question three. How many times does Deadpool break the fourth wall? Is it A, 10 times, B, 14 times, C, 20 times, and D, 29 times? You said 29, but Doc says uh, 24. 24. My bad. It's 24. It's 24. I don't know why I said 9. <laughs> it is 24 lines as, that, as D. Gosh, it is many. Yes. But it's not too many. That's my conundrum. I, I, I'm thinking either B or C. What are you thinking, Faith? Here's the thing. I'm thinking D. You're um, thinking D. I'm All thinking right. D. Right. I'm thinking that there were multiple times, even specific n- nods to things and him looking at the camera for a split second. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when he breaks the fourth wall, it's not even like something that's very like it's not one of those like him looking at the camera for like a solid like 10 seconds and making comments a lot of it also is like him pulling a gym from the office where he like looks at the camera and makes it like a face or has this like (laughs) nonchalant like reaction so i'd have to say d okay right there was a lot of subtle fourth wall breaks um yeah I'll go C just to be contrary, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's D. Okay. So the answer is I fucked up and put the wrong number in here. But the answer is actually twenty-three. It's twenty-three, not uh, twenty-four. So, so neither are correct. <laughs> you know? Yeah, both get points. <laughs> oh, like that. There we go. Oh, there we go. It was tw- in between twenty-four and, tw- and twenty, so there you go. You both get points. So we're, we're tying this up three for three. So this is uh, a question that only uh, Sly would actually know. But the best part is that Sly hasn't seen the movie in a month. So this is awesome. Question number four. What movie is referenced in the film that has been covered by MC University previously? And I'm not talking about uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. I'm not talking about that one. There's another movie that is strictly mentioned during this movie. I'll even tell you what scene. Oh, I know, I know. I actually know this one. Okay. <laughs> Fee, what is the answer? The answer, I believe, is Blade 2 <laughs> is the movie that is referenced in this fucking movie. It is. Is that it? <laughs> I was not going to say Blade 2. I was going to say Blade, but I was going to say one of the Blades, but you fucking nailed it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was, in fact, Blade 2 when... Uh, uh, we yeah, they're wearing monochrom- um, chromatic clothing, That's and right. T.J. Miller's character is just like, um, he's just like, oh, um, you got like, aren't have you fun late? with your monochrom- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, aren't you late for your um, Blade Two um, like screening? Screening, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> It is fun. So yeah, we covered this obviously on the show. It's a really good episode, so definitely check out our Blade 2 episode. Uh, I have a bonus question uh, because I thought I written down, or I did, and I might have not copied it over. But I do have a bonus question for both of you. And Fee, this is <laughs> this is what you asked me earlier when we were finishing the movie and I couldn't say anything. Uh, I'm going to give it to Sly, but I ask Sly first, though. Sly. Oh, no. 
the third act of this movie takes place on what? On what? Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. What is the thing that they're on? What is the thing that they're on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This is what I get for not taking notes. The one time. The one time. It's, it's like, oh, my God. I want to say it's like a, 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 like a, God, what are they fucking called? English is betraying me. That's fine. Okay. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Fee because I, I think Fee was like getting the idea of what it is, but I don't, I wonder if they know the name of it. Uh, Fee, what is, what is the thing that they're on at the end of the third act? What are they um, fighting on? Here's the dealio. I do not know the specific name, but I believe that it is a specific um, ship that is used in Agent Shield. It's um, like uh, a helicarrier. You got it. But like a ship that carries the. It's a helicarrier. Yeah, yeah. That. It's the helicarrier that supposedly yeah. goes. Yeah, goes down. So yes, it is a helicarrier from Agents of Shield, uh, or oh, or from uh, at least the Avengers. It is a reference. Ooh. Okay, that's really exciting because I was just like, "Is that the helicarrier from Shield?" And you're just like, um, no, "I didn't say helicarrier." I'm like, "Is that the ship from Shield?" Yeah, and you're just like, "I can't tell you that. We can talk about it on the podcast." And I'm like. Son of a bitch! Just what? And so I was just like, oh, yes. Man. So yes, it is in fact a helicarrier. They apparently <laughs> use the CGI. Yeah, they obviously can't say what it is, but it's just a clear reference to Avengers. Um, but yeah, that is just to me makes it even funnier because now let's talk about it a little bit. Deadpool three is happening. Deadpool three is happening in the MCU with MCU stuff. And uh, I saw a rumor. I don't know if this is true, but I, I did because no one else has reported on it. But people are rumoring that Mobius from uh, the Loki show will be involved, which would make sense. But I'm gonna I'm gonna probably not include that as a, a fact yet. But the, yeah, the fact that this takes place in the multiverse of the MCU in some capacity, yeah, it's fucking crazy that they put <laughs> a helicarrier in the movie. So yeah, definitely wanted to mention that. I thought that that was a crazy crazy fact um i am actually looking at the wrong thing here we go perfect so yeah that concludes quiz time uh you know what everybody wins congratulations to both of you you did a fantastic job for the most part and uh you know it was a team effort team effort maximum effort from the team absolutely um but now we're gonna go on we're gonna head on home we're gonna go to our home rooms and finally give our final last decree on the film tell the audience what they think um Fee, since you are a guest, I'm going to let you give your final thoughts on the movie, how you want to leave off with it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, um, I think that this has resurged my interest in going back through the MCU again. Um, I did start that up in the early summer, um, and then I took a hiatus. Um, I do need to finish up some other stuff first. Um um, a specific show that I will not mention because it is not MC related. Um, but um, it is no, honestly, this movie was fantastic at the time, and I think it reads really well now. Um, and I know I mentioned this like briefly before. Um, it definitely paved the way for more gritty um, ser superhero movies and television shows. 
And honestly, that's probably why I like the boys and um, the um, like Invincibles so much is because of Deadpool. Um, so thank you for being the fantastic character that you are. Um, Ryan Reynolds has knocked it out of the park. Um, and I will say that consistently, I'm just a huge Ryan Reynolds fan because we love Canadians here. Um, and, um, no, it's just, it's a really over, on overall, really good film. Um, and I'm very excited to actually sit down and watch two and see what they do with, um, Deadpool 3. Um, and hopefully that, uh, Disney, um, accepts ryan reynolds um request of making deadpool bisexual in the series because um actually he's pansexual in the comics um, uh so i, I so, read i read that fact online in the trivia actually he said that he's he's pansexual yeah so in the yeah. in the movies too so um yeah so it's shout out to uh, my pen uh, sexual brother <laughs> out there <laughs> no we love to see it um really really well done um the comedy the romance aspect and everything was really well balanced even though there were a few things that we think that we could um like could have been done a little bit differently i think the overall storyline was just perfectly executed um so for that reason um that's why this is probably one of still my favorite mc like marvel specific movies because of just the hijinks and it needed to happen Fantastic. And Sly, your final thoughts on Deadpool 2016? My final thoughts? I think this is one of the best movies we've watched for the show overall. Is it my favorite? No. Um, do I acknowledge that my favorite movies are really bad? <laughs> like, objectively? Yes! <laughs> like, I really enjoy bad movies, That I know that about myself. And I know it's not a genre I typically enjoy. But just objectively, this is one of the most solid movies we've seen. I think it was perfect for the time it came out. I think it, it really cemented itself the way it needed to in how it shaped the trajectory of superhero movies of the late... 2010s and how that has impacted culture and media in present times has been you know uh tangible and i think it's really solid i've seen it twice now will i watch it again maybe but i understand why people really love this movie and really enjoy and we'll go back to it over and over again like it's really solid especially for you know all the things that it has going against it for me personal fair fair enough um yeah uh my final thoughts on, on the film is yeah i i think it might be our our best in terms of just overall uh everything that it brings to the genre as well as a comedy it is a very fantastic action film as well for the low budget that they were able to pull off um even just breaking down you know the opening is still something to think about, like how that that goes about. And that's the beginning of the movie. You, you're, you are shock put through. And the way they structured the origin story and the love story, they managed to find just a really excellent balance. And yeah, this movie is really, really fantastic. And I, 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 I'm, I'm shocked that it got made. You know, as someone who wants to make movies one day um, in life, the fact that they were able to... this We didn't talk about it, but it leaked. Um, there was a leaked video that... Uh, well, leaked is how they say it. Um, 
that really took off on the internet and they managed to adapt it into the movie. That opening scene is that clip. Um, the only difference is, is of course, if you remember a Gwen Stefani song played in the, in the trailer, this one of course had salt and pepper, but, um, definitely, absolutely still worth watching. Very excited to see this character continue in the MCU because goddamn Ryan Reynolds doesn't age. Am I right? He does not age. He's like a fine, fine avian, uh, gin. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, say so, go ahead. Very exciting. Just yes. Like to know we have more of this character in this show, and also more in the MCU proper. Yeah, yeah, and Hugh Jackman too. That's also exciting as well. Um. Oh, by the way, this is technically the first X Men film that doesn't fe- feature him at all, or Professor X, which is. Kind of crazy. It features Hugh Jackman, but doesn't feature Wolverine, even though he gets a mention as well. All right. Final thought. Let's see. Homeroom. Okay. So homework. We're going to go ahead and drop off the next episode. We're going to be talking about X-Men Apocalypse. We're turning right back to the X-Men universe. Um, we're very excited. We should have a guest for that as well. So look out for that when this comes out. I believe this we're, if this is out, if this is out already, it's possibly next week. So we're doing obviously uh, weekly releases until Christmas. So have that as a nice surprise. We're going to leave that off. But of course, we're going to do some plugs here. Uh, slide. Um, go. Uh, uh, uh. I was just saying. Uh-huh. We're doing weekly episodes until christmas that's right because our christmas episode will be deadpool Deadpool 2 christmas edition that's right so very look forward to that that's going to be so much fun um i'm in the process of trying to stop myself from buying the dvd copy of it because it's available on the internet um but we're gonna go ahead and make ourselves some plugs uh sly where can people find you on the net you can find me personally at MC pretty much everywhere. You can find me on Thursday Thursdays on TikTok Live, sometimes Instagram Live, depending on which one of us got banned that week on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me on the Point in Progress podcast with these lovely faces and a couple others. And you can find me on We'll Throw the After Party live every Saturday night. At after party SHO on all the socials. Those are all the things. <laughs> all I the things. It. Congrats. <laughs> Fee, where can people find you on the net? Um, people can find me um here on the Point in Progress YouTube page. Woo! Um, or here over on Spotify, wherever you're listening. Um, because I am on the Point in Progress podcast. Um, I have the nickname of HR. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's just that's just me. Um, you can also find me over um, on the Game Source Network for the last episode of Speaking of Stadia, which will be next Wednesday. Um, so exactly one week from today, the last episode of Speaking mm. of Stadia. Um, I'm pretty sure it'll already be out. By so this goes out. sorry about Whoa! that. You should watch that episode. <laughs> yeah, episode. go watch that. You know episode. what? You should watch that. Yeah, watch that episode. Um, but you will definitely have a chance to watch our playing an, into the sunset. Yeah, um, where we will be playing um, Stadia until Stadia dies. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be really fun. That's going to be in January. Um, you can find me over on Twitch.tv/Ceramics because I plan on doing some stuff over there. Um, so yeah, that's that's just me. Again, Fee, thank you so much for joining us. This was a blast. We obviously needed the Canadian perspective, but also you are a excellent friend to all of us. So thank you for being here. Um, 
I am, of course, the... When I look at the document, I still have Night City on it. My name is Mario. You can find me everywhere at that Mario Vera on Twitter, maybe. We're figuring out what's going on on Twitter. But most likely, yes, you'll find me there. you also find me at the Point in Progress pod at Twitter. You can also uh, find me at the YouTube channel because I'm going to be primarily doing uh, stuff at Point in Progress in the future. So definitely look out for that. And uh, yeah, this, of course has been your latest session of the MC University. That means class is dismissed. Good night, everybody. Take care. Chimichangas. Daddy needs to express some rage. It reeks like old lady pants in here. Sounds like you have a dick in your mouth. Oh, motherfucker, you are hard to look at. Like a testicle with teeth. You look like Freddy Krueger face fucked a topographical map of Utah. Exactly. I'm touching myself tonight. Ex go give it to you. He go give it to you. Ex go give it to you. He go give it to you. You are haunting. You look like an avocado had sex with an older avocado. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>